in just a couple months, I will have officially reached about seven years in tech. <laughs> it's honestly, it's honestly crazy to think about it because I never knew I wanted to become a software engineer. To be frank, I didn't really know what a software engineer did at the time. I didn't really know what a software engineer was. I just knew they made decent money and that you did not need a degree <laughs> to get into tech. Since 2016, right now we're in 2023, my life has completely changed. And I'll tell you this. Tech is much harder than it looks. Tech isn't what everyone expects it to be. But at the same time, it's also what people expect it to be as well. If y'all watched my most recent video on YouTube, I my company that I work for recently went through a round of layoffs. And that was that was honestly really unfortunate. I've been through layoffs in my career before. The first time I was ever laid off in tech was when I was working at Entrepreneur Media, Entrepreneur Magazine. And I was the only, from, from what I know to this day, and from what I was told too, I was the only software engineer that was laid off from that company. I was making about $70,000 a year. I was also supporting my family. That was very difficult. Gosh, that was hard. <laughs> I remember crying. I remember just feeling like I have no value in the world. What's the point of life, right? Just feeling all this, having these negative thoughts about myself that I shouldn't have. It was my first layoff. And people were saying it's normal. It happened to tech all the time. And I remember at that time, this was back in, what, 2019 or something, thinking like, what are you talking about? Was it 2019? 2020, whatever. Now, a couple years later, since that time, I've pretty much tripled my income, right? But even then, despite the value, the more value I bring to a company now compared to when I was a mid-level engineer, Five years ago, four years ago, whenever that was. I'm going through layoffs again. But this time, I'm on the other side. I wasn't part of the layoffs. I wasn't laid off. I didn't lose my job. I still have my job, which is great. But after going through this, right, this happened. Was it this month? No, it happened this month, not too long ago. And since then, I just started thinking. And going through blind.com and talking with colleagues and friends in tech who seen people getting laid off. Some got laid off themselves. And one thing that we all brought up in some aspect, right? In some aspect was that working in tech is much harder than people realize. It is not as easy as people think. Now, getting that first job in tech is not easy. <laughs> But remaining in tech, I feel like, is even harder. What do I mean by that? When I say harder, I don't mean, well, I mean, coding is hard in general. It's not easy. That's why we make the big bucks, right? When I say harder, though, it's not only the difficulty of programming that increases that you have to encounter depending on your role at the company, but even on top of that, the consistency that you need. The in, I, I guess the better word for that would be the endurance you need to continue learning code. What do I mean? 
my first few jobs, I was a front end developer, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, not just regular CSS, HTML, start using Bootstrap, um, start working with React, start working with Vue.js, Angular, you name it, you learn all these different JavaScript libraries, learning backend to PHP. I mean, also trying to be more comfortable with the command line at first. Learning how to use uh, backend as a service websites instead, how to work with APIs, you name it. GraphQL came along. That was popular. GraphQL is no longer as popular as it used to be. Now I work in the data engineering space, data ingestion. In particular, in particular, moving data from A to B. That's the current field I'm working in right now as a developer advocate. And now totally different. I learned all these different languages. My first four years in tech, five years in tech, whatever. Now I'm this deep into my tech career and I'm still learning. I had to learn Python. I had to learn uh, MySQL, uh, not MySQL. I had to learn SQL, Postgres, how to work with things that never even knew existed prior to moving into the data engineering space, data warehouse, uh, data lake, right? What is DBT? What really op diving, more, diving more into open source, DBT for transformations, airflow for orchestration, right? I'm not trying to ram it all. Uh, learning about all these different companies, learning these different tech stacks and then giving talks. And so what I'm trying to say is that for the seven years I've been in tech and I will be in tech for a, much longer, I've never stopped learning. I guess you could say in, in when I was a front-end developer because I was very good at it, it was very easy for me to do JavaScript, HTML, CSS, you name it. So it didn't take as much effort as it is now, but now I have to put even more effort. You never stop learning. And so the endurance that you need not just to get into tech, I guess that's more of a sprint when you're trying to get your first tech job, but the endurance to now remain in tech and to continuously learn is not easy. I have a co coworker, Dewey, homie, can play counter with him. He saw me rage and become toxic. It's really interesting. Um, and I, I, after that, I stopped playing games in general. <laughs> anyway, so that's a talk for another time. He's a senior software engineer. He came from Twilio. And again, when we hire senior software engineers at this company, we don't just hire anyone. We hire really good people that we know that could bring an instant impact. That's the goal when you hire people, in particular a startup like mine. To solve his problem and what he's working on, he has to literally read a book. You know, from everyone just learning code right now, going from tutorials on blog posts, looking at videos in Udemy, you name it, whatever platform you use to learn code, he has to buy a book and read it. For me, I didn't know Postgres before I came to this company. I've been in this company for over a year moving closer to a year and a half now. I never worked with Postgres the whole time I've been here. Only last month I started learning Postgres and I had to buy a Postgres book to learn it. I took tutorials online. Why? Because now my job is to give a talk. I'm going to Postgres conference in San Jose literally in a couple of days. And when I give a talk there, it's about Postgres, <laughs> right? So I had to also read a book and learn a lot during, after, during work hours, during the weekend, after hours, in the morning, because I wake up at 5 a.m., right? I do that before work. But that's the thing. Yeah, I didn't know the technology. But hey, Chris, we want to focus on the Postgres community, learn Postgres, give talks about it all around the world. So now, I mean, fortunately, I'm going to San Jose, Chicago, New York, Ottawa, or Ottawa. I think that's how you pronounce it correctly. Prague, right? I'm going to so many different places, giving a talk at these Postgres conferences now, which is cool. But again, when they gave me this responsibility, just here's Postgres, Learn it. We're going to focus on that. Now give talks in there. Let me help people learn more about who we are in the Postgres community. You, you don't stop learning. And so I, that's what I think that's very important for y'all to really, really understand is the importance of 
having that endurance and you don't just build it right away. It took me time, especially for someone like me where I have a YouTube channel. I took a three month break prior to that, making so much money on YouTube, right? And because I was making so much money, I wasn't obsessed with growing my technical skills, but taking a three month break now, I'm like, you know what? I want to invest more in my tech career than YouTube, although I'm still doing YouTube, just not as crazy as before. Gosh, it's not easy, right? I wasn't learning nonstop. I mean, I was learning, but not as much as I am now. <laughs> so I think that's one thing to understand. Secondly, going through these layoffs in tech is it's so unfortunate, right? I'm just looking on LinkedIn. I'm just looking at jobs right now. And, you know, for me, I'm like, all right, I can find a job. If I lose my job, I'll find one in a couple of weeks or months. Not during a tech recession. I was just looking on LinkedIn casually, and I'm like, all right, let's look at what jobs are available in my position as a developer, senior developer advocate, you name it. There's like, what, four jobs out hiring right now throughout LinkedIn. And, and you know what? I was just casually interviewing too. After the layoffs, I was just panicking. I'm like, you know what? A lot of people lost their jobs in my company. I'm going to interview. Uh, only one of them were willing to pay me more than what I earned. Other companies were, will, were only willing to pay me $30,000 less. Another company, $20,000 less. And I'm like, I don't want to go down. Another company was willing to pay me up to $220,000 in base but they would have required me to move to Texas. And I'm like, wow. And, and, I, and I'm always interviewing here and there just to see how to feel this. And it was so interesting to see how not just the demand, but the there are less opportunities out there now. So I'm like, all right, just to protect myself, I'm going to learn even more. So now I'm really learning more data engineering rather than just as a developer advocate, not just just, right? But not only as a developer advocate, but to also potentially now become a data engineer or go back into software engineering as a front-end developer, right? Brushing up on those skills just to protect myself. But this is the life in tech. Now, the benefits, they definitely outweigh the cons, right? The downsides, you're always learning. But when you find that right company you, you want to work for with great benefits like where I'm at now, unfortunately, there were layoffs, but I still think it's an amazing company to work at. I'm not lying because... So what, we're getting closer to May now. It's towards um, second half of April at this moment. And I realized I've taken no days off. We're already past the quarter into the year. You know what? I'm going to San Jose this week. I'm going to San Francisco in a couple of weeks as well for work. I want to take a week off. And all I did was go to my Google Calendar, my work Google Calendar. And on that Google Calendar, I put, I'm taking one week off. That's it. I didn't even let my manager know. You don't have to let your manager know here. And I'm like, you know what? I also want to make sure I schedule time off in the future. I'm going to take two weeks off in September and go to the Philippines. Put it on my calendar. I bought the tickets, reserved the Airbnb. I didn't even tell my manager. And this is after we had layoffs, <laughs> right? So again, I mean, that's such a great opportunity, right? Benefit, perk to have that not a lot of people have. And, and just the insane income, paying off all my debt investing and maxing out my 401k saving a bunch of money being able to buy a house in cash in a couple of years because i work in tech because i work this hard and, and i think about it and I, I know i have that endurance because i've been doing this for so long and i remember what it feels like to be so poor and struggle and not have enough money to eat or stress about having money to eat or pay your phone bill or eat put gas in the car eat and so i don't ever want to go back to that so i have that that stamina that I've built for so long to keep going. And knowing that so many, not so many people have the opportunities we have to live the lifestyle we have. 
I know, I know how fortunate I am. And so I just want to let everyone know it's not easy. There's a lot of competition out there. Always continuously trying to prove your value to your team, to your company. I didn't do this before, but learning how to, to over-communicate what you're doing so people know what you're working on. That's very important. I didn't do that before, thinking I don't need to prove myself. You need to. <laughs> you need to at least over-communicate that because people don't know what you're working on unless you tell them what you're working on. No one's going to check up on you, right? Tech is very difficult, and it's definitely harder than it looks. I'm not trying to scare people away. What I'm really trying to do is prepare you for this ride, prepare you for the ups and downs so you're not overly surprised like what the heck just happened? What did Krishan sign me up for? I love my job. I love working in tech. I love the, the freedom it gives me and my family. Tech, working in it's harder than it looks. Is it worth it? 100%. Any regrets? One regret. Investing in my career because I was so excited to make so much money to make bank, right? To get that bag and stop focusing on my health. Allowing my allowing myself to get pre-diabetes. I don't have diabetes, but I was, I'm pre-diabetic. Allowing myself to get extremely high blood pressure. Having the medicine to manage that, but not even taking my, my medicine on a regular basis because I was more focused on my YouTube career, my tech career. What's the point of that if I die? I, I could have literally, you know, and, and this is how fortunate I feel. I could have died. I could have died anytime throughout the last couple months, if not the last year. I don't know how I'm alive. I am. I technically almost died in the Philippines. I was in the Philippines in December, in November. And now looking at my health and looking at what I need to fix, I regret not putting more effort to my health while my career. And so now I make an effort to walk about 10 or 12 to 15,000 steps per day. Every morning, I go to bed around 9-ish, sometimes 10, wake up around 6 a.m., if not 7. I, I want to wake. I try to wake up at 5 and do a two-hour walk, an hour and a half walk in the morning, and then take my dogs in around the park for another 30 minutes. And then in the afternoon, I also lift for about 30 minutes, uh, power lifting in my garage. I have a home gym. I do that six days a week. I still walk seven days a week, but lift six of those days. It's so easy to do that because I put so much time into gaming, so much time into all these other things. So easy where 35 minutes into just walking or lifting weights would have been so much more beneficial for me and my health and my career too. I can think more clearly. And so that's my biggest regret in tech over the last seven years is I put in more effort into my career, into growing my YouTube channel, into gaming, you name it, over my health. Never going to happen again. My goal is to reach 90 years old. <laughs> so I've done so much over the last seven years. How much more can I do with 55 more years added to my life, right?